So lots of people are arriving. Thank you for coming. Really excited to start the listening party. So hello everyone. Hello. My name is Gareth Cutter and welcome to the Drake Music Emergent Listening Party. I am a white man with short dark brown hair, blue eyes, a nose ring and an ear piercing underneath my uh, headphones uh, and I'm going to be your host today. Before we get started I just want to give a quick Shout out and thank you to our funders and partners, Help Musicians UK, the PRS Foundation, Sound and Music and Arts Council England, without whom this wouldn't be possible. I'm just going to give you a very quick overview of how today's event is going to run. I'll talk very briefly about what Emergent is, who I am, and I'll ask the other artists to introduce themselves. And then we'll listen and watch each of us commissions and then we'll have a short Q&A at the end. I'm just going to give a very, very brief introduction to the Emergent Commissions and what they are. The Emergent Commissions have been happening for about three years now, and they're part of Drake Music's artistic programme, which supports disabled musicians to develop their work and careers so that they can play a major part in the wider cultural landscape. Emergent, a music legacy, is a Drake Music programme funded by Help Musicians UK to commission and train emerging disabled musicians. For the 2019-20 commissions, we've been working in partnership with Sound and Music, and we sought proposals from disabled musicians to create new work that brings together music and film. The commissioning brief was open to absolutely any style of music and was a free choice for those applying. There was a theme, around music and film. And we were asking for proposals that respond to the question, what does it mean to be you and living in today's society? To think about how music and sound uh, lead and direct moving image. So how can visual interpretation support and enhance the narrative and message of the music? Every artist received a fee. Mentoring from a Drake Music Associate Musician support from the wider team, and inclusion in the British Music Collection, an archive and discovery platform for new music in the UK, run by Sound and Music. I am uh, one of the artists in residence at uh, Drake Music. Uh, this is a slightly different initiative, supported by Esme Fairbairn. I'm one of three artists in residence. I'd like to give a shout out to Eleanor and Sonia, who are my fellow artists in residence. We will be part of the Drake Music team for the next 10 months, developing our own projects, immersing ourselves in the world of Drake Music, undertaking creative and professional development opportunities and having lots of fun and doing things like this, which I, I had no idea I'd be doing when I started. But enough about me. This is not about the artists in residence. This is about our emergent uh, commissioned artists. I'm really pleased to have today the three artists that were commissioned. We have Sally Curry, who performs as the Dyer sister. We have Remy Fox Novak, and we have Robbie Ashworth. Just going to ask each of you to introduce yourself in, in turn. Sally, could you say hi? Hello. Hello, I'm Sally, and I am a white woman with a black turban on. I've got purple sparkly hearing aids, a nose ring, massive earrings, and I am wearing a blue and white dress. Um, I just wanted to correct you, Gareth, it's pronounced the Dear Sister, which is my stage name and my current musical project. 
everyone gets it wrong, so it's okay. Thank you. Remy. Hi there. My name is Remy Hoslevark. I'm a white male with long hair, glasses, and a beard. I produce music with electronic devices. I use iPads, uh, computers, and all sorts of hardware. And all the emergent commission brief, I, I want to focus on transformation. Cool. Thank you. And Robbie? My name is Robbie. I'm a young man. I have short hair, as you can see. My main instrument is piano. So when I composed, I use the piano to compose, but I have good experience using Logic Pro, which is what I used for the commission. Fantastic. Thank you. Great. So now the moment we have all been waiting for. So I'll just let you know briefly uh, what we're going to be listening to today. First up, we'll have Wings to Freedom in brackets, Hope, uh, which is new music from Robbie with Moving Image created by Rebel Films. We'll follow that with The Dear Sister, The Rainbow Song, a new anti-ballad with animated visuals from the artist Blue Beanie. And then we will follow with Remy's Laissez-Faire, a psychedelic techno track exploring ideas of transformation with Moving Image created by Bruce Asbestos. So thanks very much. Very excited to be sharing these commissions with you, the first people to hear them.
wonderful thank you very much for all three artists i'm seeing lots of thumbs up and clapping emojis all over the screen which is really great i also could see sort of out of the corner of my eye the chat box was full of people writing responses to what they really vibed off and picked up on and enjoyed i was focusing particularly on the videos so I'm sure my colleague will help pick out some audience questions. But before we open up the floor, I thought I might just kick off the Q&A section with an open question to all three artists. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about what it was like responding to the brief, thinking about music in relationship to moving image, but also thinking about what it means to be you in today's world. 
Um, something I picked up on personally from watching all three videos was a sense of change and transformation in, in the world around us uh, in various ways as a potential like common thread, but I'd be really interested to hear in everyone's individual experience. Hi, I'm, uh, this is Sally. Responding to the question, what does it mean to be me in today's society, and then kind of translating it into a visual aspect. My songwriting involves a lot of metaphor, but actually one of the inspirations for this song, you'll hear it's about getting the colour back and done, is that I'm hearing impaired, and a couple of years ago, I went to Hull Royal Infirmary to get some new hearing aid mills, and I have always, always had coloured hearing aid molds and they just turned around and said to me a couple of years ago, they said, you can't have them anymore, they're just for children, they're not for um, adults and I was very angry because I've been really fortunate in my life to not have had many barriers and also because I'm quite a colourful person, I felt like they were taking away some of my identity. There is a happy ending to this story. I said I have purple coloured hearing aids. I actually, they sent me clear ones, I was really cross. And then I, I didn't have this kind of emotional energy to fight it. But I then went back um, a couple of months ago and I sat down and I said, look, you've always given me them. I've done my research. They don't cost any different. Um, I've been to private healthcare and checked it. You just need to give me them. And so I now have purple hearing aids again. So that was like my main kind of um, response to what does it mean to be me in today's society and then obviously the kind of um, aspect of losing your colour and then getting your colour back translates actually really well to um, a visual element. So that's the answer to my question. Thank you. Hi, uh, Remy speaking. I'll be honest, when I first read the question, I thought it was very, very vague. I mean, as a person with disability, that's actually what it had it about, really. And I thought about, you know, there have been times in my life when I did not want to be disabled. I wish that I could change my physiology. I don't necessarily feel that way now, but it was an interesting first thing to start from. But also, I mean, we've gone for a turbulent few years, haven't we, in terms of the world? I mean, certainly since 12 years in the financial crisis, and now for a pandemic, it's all too much really, isn't it? So I was quite interested in how the rise of mobile phones in society and the access to information and to some extent customization of ourselves, uh, our avatars that we put out into the rest of the world. But I was also interested in how that same technology doesn't actually create real change. It only seems to create control of perception rather than of reality itself. So I like the idea through around with Bruce when we make the video focus on my my brand, I mean you, you can all say my face, but generally I don't like to use my face in my own branding. So I like using the, the hand as kind of mascot all my music and we would it be fun to try and show these various hands trying to transform but it's never really working. No matter how much you throw at it, how many hands are reproduced, it can't actually change. Um, it's a fairly abstract video, but it does meet that question that I want to answer. Fantastic, thank you. With my commission, 
I'm on the autistic spectrum, which is a hidden disability. And I sometimes find it quite difficult to fit in with what everyone else is doing because it's a, it's a hidden disability. You can't see it. And I've faced a lot of barriers over the years. So my story starts in a city where everyone is ordinary and doesn't fit in. And then everyone goes on a journey and after the journey people um, arrive in this new city where everyone is free to be whoever they want to be whether they have a hidden disability or not so that's my answering of the question of what it's like to be myself living within today's society fantastic thank you Robbie another question that I'm sure will be shared by lots of people in the listening party would be if you could each maybe say something about your creative process in making these tracks perhaps about how you set about composing the music or recording it maybe how um, you visualized it in your heads okay this is sally so so in the middle of uh, last year i bought something called an mpc 1000 it's a piece of equipment that i've wanted for a very long time the mpc was a really important instrument in the development of hip-hop and sample based music and one of the reasons i applied for this commission is i wanted to get a little bit more to grips with it and to use it more so actually with this particular piece i had the concept which was losing your colour and bringing it back. But then from a musical perspective, I was, how can I use this again? And I was actually looking at kind of post-hip-hop musical genres like jungle and things like that. And just kind of getting my head around constructing a cushion beat, using the samples, learning how that kind of all works together. So I had this fundamental percussive idea around the track. I haven't actually said that my first instrument is the viola. I play the viola, the piano, the guitar, the percussion and MPC is new to me. I don't want to use drum kit or anything. To be honest, with a lot of songwriting, I spend a lot of time in my studio playing all my sort of melodic instruments. Using the piano and the guitar is really good because I actually have a band working with me. So I'm the leader of the band and I've got a bass guitarist and a harpist. A very interesting combination of instruments that I can start working on a riff on the guitar or the piano and in my head I'm sort of saying, right, well, that bit's for the, the bass guitar that bit's going to be for the half um, and I will sit and I will write sheet music and I tend to workshop with the band so I don't tell them precisely what to play but with this precise this song I sit and I write out the riff and the structure of the song and all the words and I say you know at the very least I want you to play these notes and those notes and then as we build the shape of the song and give it dynamics they may be free to go off and add some little embellishments and stuff you know it starts off with me and my little MPC and, and my little ideas in my head and then I bring the girls into a rehearsal and just give them you know this is what I've done Let's see what we can do with it together. Um, we have a great time. We all miss each other and we can't be here together during lockdown. So this is the last new song that I wrote for them. And that's kind of how it works. And the visuals came after. I think I see someone asking a question about that. Hi, this is Remy. We all had a workshop where Sally, myself and Robbie all met up to work with Ben. And it was interesting to know what great music does in terms of supporting people's access to music technology 
it's quite clear as well that iPads use a, a very central piece of equipment. I use all sorts of stuff in my music. I mean, behind me, I've got lots of things. But for this particular commission, I only wanted to use an iPad because I felt that was a, a comment on what's possible with this technology. So I actually had two tracks, which I was kind of in competition, which one I would finish first would be the, uh, the one I'd do the video for. And this one was actually the second choice. This one's quite dark, whereas the original ones was much lighter and more accessible. But I just couldn't quite get it done. I was actually really ill in January. I rushed it right at the end, like, oh, well, this one's actually closer to finishing. Also, in the last few years, since I've been using iPads, my whole workflow has totally changed. I used to use, like, Ableton Live. I mean, I still do it in the mixing, but don't really create as much in Ableton anymore. But the workflow before was always, it's a bit like painting. You kind of have a timeline and you can move things around, you know, like, like you would with like a jigsaw in a way. Whereas now I record everything live. So even this track, Lasso Fair, is a live performance with only some minimal tweaking in Ableton afterwards. I, I don't know why that's become the way I prefer to do it now. I feel more like a real-time musician rather than just a sound artist. I'm very pleased that it doesn't sound like it's live, it does sound very produced, but this was performed live on an iPad, so it does show what can be done with these machines. That's fantastic, thank you. Over to you, Robbie. With composing my piece, what I did, I sat down at the piano with a cup of tea one afternoon, and um, I started the left-hand melody to begin with and then I tape recorded it using a digital camera I recorded myself playing the melody then I downloaded it so I wouldn't forget it and then I eventually added three sections and put everything into Logic Pro and that's how I came about it so I, I used strings, timpani, piano as the main instruments within the composition. I, I labeled the sections because the first part is supposed to be quite sad because it's representing people living in this city who don't fit in. Then they go on this journey, which is also a musical journey. And then when it's for the final section, it's very happy, upbeat, and it ends with people celebrating, as you see in the video, and people being free to be whoever they want to be, no matter who they are or what hidden disability they have. Thank you. I can see there are a few questions in the chat box. There was a question about which came first, the images or the music? And I think related to that, do you think you'll continue to collaborate with visual artists after this process? So they said, I was very happy Drake could then say that um, I could use the local visual artist for this commission because I have a relationship with Blue Beanie. Her name is Anna Bean and she is amazing. I happen to have some of her artwork here. She does collage art and in recent years she started to do animations and her work is really surreal, fantastical and I have done previous photo shoots with her for promoting my music in the past. So when she was doing animations, I was like, I am so interested in this. So I wrote the song and then I recorded it in a studio. And then I went round to Anna's house pre-lockdown when we could go to people's houses and had a nice cup of tea, 
played her the song and we just storyboarded ideas. So her animations, as you'll see, still focuses on first her collage, but it just moves around. So, and, and on that day I went to see her, I was wearing a top that I got from a charity shop, which had a deer on it, but the antlers were leaves, as if they were branches of a tree. And I was like, look at my t-shirt, we can build something based around that. And um, spent ages discussing different elements and um, the words of the song, what it meant, how we translate it visually. I had to go away and think of a standard rainbow. Um, so we didn't use the standard rainbow shape, we just used the spectrum, which I think worked really, really well. And I just gave her a load of ideas. Um, I said, I want concrete elements in there. Let's get a representation of the city of Hull in there. So the buildings that you see are buildings that you will find in Hull City Centre. Then, yeah, we just worked back and forth. So I went round to her house every Friday for nearly a month. And yeah, we just tweaked little bits. And I was like, yeah, I really like this. I really like that. And Anna is really, really easy to work with. And because we've got a prior relationship, it was just, it was like going around to visit her best friend and just creating something together. Um, so for me, moving forward with how I would work in the future is because I'm hearing impaired, but I'm a musician, I also wanted to make my art accessible to people who have worse hearing conditions than me. And so you involve the other senses, so the visual element is pretty important. The other thing that I do is if you go onto my band camp and SoundCloud, you'll see that most of my work is called Fairy Tales for the Modern Gentleman. So each song that I write is almost like a modern day fairy tale. And my idea would be able to write more songs in the future now with a full band. And someone like Anna would be able to illustrate it visually. And then there's also the kind of opportunities for um, DJing and live video manipulation. So eventually, you know, I might be able to do a show that's like a full music show, but it's actually a completely visual show as well. And, you know, there's lots of things to think about how that would work. Because at the moment with the NPC, everything is very planned out, but it would be nice to get a more live feel, improvisational feel, and the, the musicians I've got in my band are amazing, and so that's all I have to say on that. Hi, it's Remy Torty. Although originally I wanted to have a more fluid collaboration on the video, but then all everything, it could have worked out easier, submit a track, and then get a video made to it. It's worked out wonderfully, so don't complain to anything. I've realised during this process that I am very much a musician. I don't mind being involved in the video stuff, but ultimately that's not what gets me excited. It's not what I, you know, after a long day at work, I can't help but turn on my machines and just play with them. It's as much a hobby and it's a craft and all these kind of things. I love to work with another filmmaker. It really depends on what we can get out to this amazing commission. All the videos are fantastic. I'm so impressed by all the work that's gone into this for all three of us. We'll see. I mean, I've, I've had a lot of time in this lockdown. I'm still working. I'm a hair worker. I um, have had a lot of time to finish two albums in this lockdown. So maybe, maybe you. I can use some, some more videos. Thank you. And how about yourself, Robbie? Same as uh, Sally and Remy, the music came first. And... It would have been nice to have met the filmmakers and to have met all each other again had it not been for this coronavirus lockdown. But 
what happened was I created the music and then I sent emails of my music and screenshots from Logic to you, Becky, so you could pass on to the filmmakers. I went away on holiday, came back and I saw the visuals online and they went very well. The filmmakers did a good job of following the brief. So I've been basically fine tuning and watching the video since. And here I am now, zooming everyone and talking about my commission. Fantastic. Thank you, Robbie. I'm wondering if we have time for one more question. Um, there's one question which we might be able to answer really quickly for Remy around which apps he uses, if he doesn't mind giving away his secrets. No, no, no. No, it's fine. What, uh, in general or, or for this, or this piece of music? Um, well, someone was interested in the sounds you used in this piece of music and somebody else was interested generally in the apps you use to make music on iPads. I'll give away one of my secrets. I use a very innovative sequencer uh, application called Fute Machine. What it does, it takes like a piano roll type sequencer that has four different playheads. So it can play that same melody in different speeds, backwards and forwards. You can inverse it and all, all sorts of things. And yeah, I, I use that to play all the melodies. So all the melodies, one melody that was rehashed and sped up or slowed down. In terms of the sound, I'm a big fan of a developer called Grandmoss. He made apps called Ripple Maker, which is like a modular synth on the iPad. There's Troublemaker, which is like a 303 acid house style synth. One of my absolute favorites, which is one called iPulsarette, made by the developer Apesoft. That is like a granular type synth. It's so the the bit in the beginning, had a digital debris kind of sound. That was that synth. Yeah, Rules Maker uh, FM, which is the drum machine I use, which is an FM drum machine. So all the sounds I none of it sampled, all of it I helped it myself. That's what I enjoy doing. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. We're drawing rapidly to a close. So before we all say our goodbyes, I just wanted to say another quick thank you to all of the artists involved and for sharing so much information about their creative process and sharing their work with us. A big thank you to our supporting partners, Help Musicians UK, PRS Foundation, Sound and Music and Arts Council England. These videos are going to be shared publicly, so it'd be amazing if you could find Drake Music on social media and please help us spread the word so as many people as possible can enjoy these new commissions. But I think that's probably everything for today. Thanks very much for coming to The Listening Party. It's been really great to see you all. Have a great rest of the day, everyone. You too. Bye. 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 Bye.